You are listening to Creepypastas Told in the Dark, and I am reading from more scary stories to tell in the dark. My first story is Clinkity Clink. The bride rings on her finger and the drum. got sick and died. She had no family and no close friends. So the neighbors got a grave digger to dig her grave. And they had a coffin made and they placed it in her living room, as was the traditional. They washed her body and dressed her up in her best clothes and put her in the coffin. When she died, her eyes were wide open staring at everything and seeing nothing the neighbors found two old silver dollars on her dresser and they put them on her eyelids to keep them closed they lit candles and sat up with her so that she would not be too lonely on the first night that she was dead the next morning a preacher came and said a prayer for her then everybody went home Later, the gravedigger arrived to take her to the cemetery and bury her. He stared at the silver dollars on her eyes and picked them up. Now shining with smooth, now shiny and smooth, they were. How thick and heavy. They're beautiful, he thought. Just beautiful. She looked at the dead woman with her eyes wide open. He felt she was staring at him watching him hold her coins and gave him a creepy feeling he put the coins back on those eyes to keep to keep her on those eyes of hers to keep them closed <coughs> but before he knew it his hands reached out again and grabbed the coins and stuck them in his pocket then he grabbed a hammer nailed Then he grabbed a hammer and quickly nailed shut the lid of the coffin. Now you can't see anything, he said to her. Then he took her out of the cemetery and he burned her as fast as he could. When the gravedigger got home, he put the two silver dollars in a tin box and shook it. The coins made a cheerful rattling sound, but the gravedigger wasn't feeling cheerful. He couldn't forget those eyes looking at him. When it was dark, a storm came up, and the wind started blowing. It blew all around the house, and came in through the cracks and around the windows, and down this down the chimney. Buzzoo! It went. Bees, bees, buzzoo! The fire flared and flickered. The, di- the grave digger the grave digger threw some flesh fresh wood on the fire got t- into bed and pulled the blankets up to his chin but the, the wind kept blowing bazoo it went biz biz bazoo the fire flared and flickered and cast evil looking shadows on the wall 
The gravedigger later thinking about the dead woman's eyes staring at him. The wind blew stronger and louder, and the flame, and the fire flared and flickered and popped and snapped, and he got more and more scared. Suddenly, he heard a loud clickety-clack, clickety-clack. It went clickety-clack, clickety-clack. It was the silver dollars rattling in the box. Hey, the gravedigger shouted, shouted, who's taking my money? But all he heard was the wind blowing, bees, bees, buzz, and the flames flaring and flickering and snapping and popping and the coins glowing clickety-clack, clickety-clink, clickety-clink. He leaped out of bed and changed up the door. The Then he hurried back, but his head had barely touched the pillow when he heard clickety-clink. Clickety-clink. Then he heard someone way off in the distance. It was a voice crying. Where is my money? Who? Who's got my money? Who? Who? And the wind blew. Bzz, 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 and the fire flared and flickered and snapped and popped, and the money went clickety-clink, clickety-clink. The gravedigger was really scared. He got out of bed again and piled all of the furniture against the door, and he put a heavy iron skillet over the tin box. Then he jumped back into bed and covered his head with the blankets, but the money rattled louder. Then over other and way off a voice cried, Give me my money! Who's got my money? Who? Who? And the wind blew and the fire flailed and flickered and snapped and popped and the grave digger shivered and shook and cried. Oh Lordy Lordy Suddenly the front door flew open and in walked the ghost of the dead woman with her eyes wide open, staring at everything and seeing nothing and the wind blew bzz bzz bazoo and the money went clickety clink clickety clink and the fire flared and flickered and snapped and popped and the ghost of the dead woman cried who oh where is my money who's got my money who who and the grave digger moaned oh lordy lordy the ghost could could hear her money going clickety-clink, clickety-clink in the tin box, but her dead eyes couldn't see the box. So she reached out with her arms and tried to find it. As you tell the... The wind went bzz, 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 and the money rattled clickety-clink, clickety-clink. And the fire flared and flickered and snapped and popped. The fire... And the gravedigger shivered and shook and moaned, Oh, lordy, lordy. And the woman cried, Give me my money. Who's got my money? Who, who? You've got it. The Bride. The minister's daughter had gotten married. After the wedding ceremony, there was a great feast. 
with music and dancing and contests and games, even old children's games. When they decided, when they got to play hide and seek, the bride decided to hide in her grandfather's trunk up in the attic. They'll never find me here, she thought. As she was climbing into the trunk, the lid had came down and cracked her on the head and fell unconscious inside. The lid slammed shut and locked. No one will ever know how long she called for help or how hard she struggled to free herself from that tomb. Everyone in the village searched for her, and they looked almost everywhere, but no one thought to look in the trunk. After a week, her brand new bride, her brand new bridegroom, and all of the other gave up for her lost. At, years later, a maid went up into the attic looking for something she needed. Maybe it's in the trunk, she thought. She opened it and screamed. There lay the missing bride in her wedding dress, but by then she was only a skeleton. Daisy Clark had been in a coma for more than a month when her doctor said that she finally that she had finally died. She was buried on a cool summer day in a small cemetery about a mile from her home. May she rest in such peace, her husband said, but she didn't. Late that night, a grave robber with a shovel and a lantern began to dig her up. Since the ground was still soft, he quickly reached the coffin and got it open. His hunch was right. Daisy had been buried wearing two valuable rings, a wedding ring and a diamond in it, and a ring with a ruby that glowed as, as if it were alive. The thief got down on his knees and reached into the coffin to get the rings. They were stuck fast on her fingers, so he decided that the only way to get them was to cut off her fingers with a knife. But when he cut off the fingers with with the wedding ring, it began to bleed, and Daisy Clark began to stir. Suddenly she sat up, terrified. The thief scrambled to his feet and accidentally kicked over a lantern, and the light went out. She could hear Daisy climbing out of her grave. As she moved past him in the dark, she stood froze, frozen with fear, clutching a knife in his hand. When Daisy saw him, she pulled her shroud around her and asked, Who are you? When the grave robber heard this corpse speak, he ran. Daisy shrugged her shoulders and walked on. She never looked back, but in his fear and confusion, the, f the thief flew, fled in the wrong direction. He pitched headlong into her grave fell on the knife and stabbed himself. While Daisy walked home, the, th the, th the thief bled to death. The drum. Once there were two sisters. Dolores was seven and Sandra was five. They lived in a small house in the country 
with their mother and their baby brother, Arthur. Their father was a seaman and was away on a long voyage. One day, Dolores and Sandra were running across the field near their house when they met a gypsy girl playing the drum. Her family was camping in the field for a few days. As the girl played, the little mechanical man and woman came out of the drum and danced. Dolores and Sandra had never seen such a drum, and they began, they begged the girl to give it to them. She looked at them and laughed. I will give you it, I will give it to you, she said, but only if you are really bad. Come back tomorrow and tell me how bad you were, and I will see. As soon as the two sisters got home, they started shouting, which was against the rules in their house, and they wrote all over the walls with their crayons. At supper, they spilled their food, and with it was time time for bed, they wouldn't go. They did everything they could think of to upset their mother. They were really bad. Early the next morning, they hurried off to find the gypsy girl. We were really bad yesterday, they told her. So please give us the drum. But when they told her what they had done, the gypsy girl asked, Oh, you must be much worse than that if I am to give you the drum, she said. As soon as Dolores and Sandra got home, they pulled up all the flowers in the garden. They let the pig out and chased it away. They tore their clothes. They sloshed in the mud. They they were a lot worse than the day before. If you do not stop, their mother said, I will go away and take Arthur with me and you will get a new mother with glasses and a wooden tail. That scared Dolores and Sandra. They loved their mother and they loved Arthur. They could not imagine being without them. They began to cry. I don't want to leave you, their mother said, but unless you change your behavior, I will have to leave you. We'll be good, the girls promised. Yet they did not believe that their mother would re- would go away. She was just trying to scare us, Dolores said later. We'll get the drum tomorrow, said Sandra. Then we'll be good again. Early the next morning, they rushed off to find the gypsy girl. When they found her playing the drum, and the little man and the woman were dancing, they told the gypsy girl how bad they were the day before. That must be bad enough to get the drum, they said. Oh no, the gypsy, the, said the gypsy girl. You must be much worse than that. But we promised our mother, mother to be good from now on, said the girls. If you really want the drum, the gypsy girl said, you must be much worse. It's only for one more day, Dolores and Sandra. Dolores told Sandra. Then we'll have the drum. I hope you're right, Sandra said. As soon as they got home, they beat the dog with a stick. They broke dishes. They tore their clothes to pieces. They spanked their baby brother, Arthur. Their mother began to cry. You are not keeping your promise, she said. We'll be good, 
said Dolores. We promise, said Sandra. I can't wait much longer, said their mother. Please try. Early the next morning, before their mother was awake, Dolores and Sandra ran to the gypsy girl. They told her all about the bad things they had done the day before. We were horrified, said Sandra. We were worse than we had ever been, said Dolores. Can we have the drum now, please? No, said the gypsy girl. I never meant to give it to you. It was just a game we were playing. I thought you knew that. Dolores and Sandra began to cry. They rushed home as quickly as they could, but their mother and Arthur were gone. They were out shopping, and Dolores said, Dolores, they'll be back soon, but they were not back. When, when, time, when time for lunch came, Dolores and Sandra felt lonely and scared. They, they warned. They wandered through the field the rest of the day. Maybe they will be home when we get back, said Dolores. When they got home, they saw through the windows that the lamps were lit, and there was a fire in the fireplace, but they did not see their mother and Arthur. Instead, there was a new mother. Her, gla her glass eyes glistened, her wooden tail thumped on the floor. Thank you for turning into Creepypasta's Tone in the Dark. Uh, I read more scary stories to tell in the dark. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And there will be more out soon. Bye.